Welcome to Overnight Success You, episode 11, and we're going to take a leap back in time as I reflect on the exact dinner that took place 365 days ago that changed it all. As always, I'm Mark Forster, aka Professor Doughboy, here to walk you through the curriculum. At OSU, we're here to help entrepreneurs from beginning roots grow their mentors, mindset, and money through a better understanding of the journey, knowledge of the merchant industry, and how all of this applies to your business. Fear. A little travel back in time. And looking back, I realized that there is nothing to be afraid of. Yet, <clears throat> I guess that's why we often say hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, the definition of fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger, right? The what-ifs, the uncertainty and unknown, the unfamiliar, the feeling of being lost, Darkness, alone, all of these emotions can be categorized in the same bucket, fear. And tonight marks a very crucial time in my life. So let's hope, (laughs) let's hop in this time machine here and go back to that pivotal day. So today, well, at least... Uh, the day of this recording, I'm going to my wife's law firm's dinner party. And this will be the second year attending this for me. And to some extent, you know, I'm excited for it. And I'm happy, happy to see and to hear how they speak of her and, you know, all the accomplishments she's had um, in 2019. Yet, flashback a year ago, to the first year that we went to this, uh, it was a rather different story. At that point, walking into one of Boston's highly rated restaurants, I just, uh, I didn't know what to expect, you know? And at the time, I was the vice president of sales for my company. And I was now walking into a room full of lawyers at one of the highly ranked law firms, not only in Boston, but truly just, I mean, across the country. I was still trying to to figure out myself back then, you know, still not sure of where the next turn would be on my journey. I, I wouldn't say that I was totally lost, but I would go as far as saying my frustration levels were on their way to a tipping point. You see, I was overseeing a whole sales organization, traveling on a weekly basis, five hours, one way, to our other satellite offices for, I mean, days at a time. I remember, you know, two, three nights a week, uh, I was staying in Maine, you know, again, away from home, away from Lauren and all of that. Um, and 
on top of everything, <clears throat> was still actually maintaining the highest volume of sales for the sales team each and every month. I mean, on the outset, it may appear to be very attractive, yet inside, I just remember I was so miserable. You see, here I was, elbow to elbow with these top executives, individuals that I just was enamored by. I mean, I thought I had no business being in the same room with. Seated at the table for the night, I was in conversations with people who seemed to have everything figured out. They presented themselves differently, spoke differently. I mean, hell, flaunted money with no care, had experiences that I was looking for when it came to, you know, how they use their extracurricular time. It was at that point when the meals came out, uh, all our dinners were coming out, that two thoughts interrupted my night. The first was I just couldn't help but think to myself, these are the tables I want to be at in life. These are the individuals that I want to surround myself with. I mean, these are the people that I wish I had in my network, you know? And at the same time, the second thought immediately came to me and I thought of who am I connected with in business? You see, I was still door knocking daily. I was still getting beat up with owners of convenience stores. I was still getting beat up with rejection. I was still getting told how awful I was in the industry. On top of all of that, I couldn't help but picture that one merchant, that one merchant that owned a bar in Southie, grabbing me by the collar and demanding that he would not let me go and leave his establishment until I took a shot with him at 11 in the morning. Was this the life that I was going to have? How did I get here? Like, where am I? You see, for the past five years, I kept my head down. I worked to get to where I was. And in that moment, for the first time, I looked up. I realized then and there that I had no clue who Mark Forster was. I had no clue where I was going. And I had no clue why I was here. I let fear take control. I let it control me for the next hour, the rest of the night, the rest of the week, and quite honestly, for months and months to come. My only way out, at least to my knowledge, was to up and leave the company and just do something else. I completely, 100%, checked out. You see, at that point, I was in such a hole, like no one could tell me otherwise, frankly, because I just didn't want to hear anyone. If the advice that others were giving me did not coincide with my feelings, I wouldn't listen. 
And what does that mean? It means I literally stopped listening to everyone in my life, including my wife, because no one was in agreement with me. Leaving and going into software sales was the best thing that happened to me. And uh, let's just be clear, on the day of this recording, to bring you up to speed, nine months later, I'm no longer even at the software company. And I'm back at the merchant service company from my prior employer. I know. (laughs) You must be thinking to yourself, dude, clearly it wasn't the best thing that happened to you if you're right back where you started. And I do not blame you for thinking that. Shit. I would have thought the same thing too. Yet, you see, the education of life during that time was the most transformational thing I have ever experienced. You see, the job wasn't the problem. I was. I had things I needed to handle from the inside out that I refused to notice. And I just let it sink further and further down inside of me. When it stuck its head out and tried to surface, I just buried it again. My confidence needed work. My self-worth needed to be addressed and not always being attached to money. If I wasn't in a monetary position of where I wanted to be, I figured people wouldn't value me as a human being. I mean, can you imagine that? As if because I was not successful in a monetary fashion, others would not want anything to do with me. There's no fixing this, by the way. Earning more money was not going to solve my problem. Looking back, I realized that if I did earn more money right away, I wouldn't have even been deserving of it. I only say that because now where I'm at, I know that happiness must come first. It's a cliche, right? But happiness and gratitude and being one with the universe is more than just woo-woo thinking. It is a fact. My commute in and out of the city on a daily basis, made me miserable. The only thing that kept me going was the side project that I was doing at the time for a brand and helping to put on an event. Yet, even that made me numb because I was not in alignment with another individual any longer. You know, I lost money and fell back in the same state I was before. Again, just attaching money to my self-worth. And I I do want to pause very, very quickly to give a big shout-out and plug a few people. Because if it wasn't for Brody Kern and the Brotherhood, I would not have transformed. If it was not for Nani Bernal and all the energy she has poured into me, I would not have formed Overnight Success University. 
And if it was not for the small amounts of encouragement from individuals like Tony Peck, Manny Gomes, Jack Kelly, Pat Lasavita, Jim Murray, you know, shit, my wife, I would still be so far gone. No one travels on this path called life alone, period. End of story. It just doesn't happen. At some point, the inner work does have to be done. And we ourselves are the only ones who can control that. So, here I am. You know, here I am. A lot wiser, a lot more aware, a lot more spiritual, a lot more conscious, which I probably just never was in the past. And with a tremendous amount of confidence, faith, and added happiness on my plate. Without leaving the company at the start, the beginning of my transformation would not have happened. And please notice my wording there, okay? Notice I choose the word beginning because I am not naive enough to know that the journey I am embarking on will need much more work to be done and I have only begun to scratch the surface with all the inner work. Now, I know that I can sit at the tables that I long for. Now I am 100% aware and much more confident that I do belong to be elbows to elbows with these individuals. And what made me fearful in the past were made up stories that my ego interfered with. You know, it happens to you too. I, trust me, I know it happens to you too, right? Trying to tell me why I can't or why I shouldn't or, you know, in some sick way, just trying to keep me in the same place I was in instead of the expansive state all humans are supposed to be in. Because let's face it, at our core, you know that that's true. You have a longing to expand. You have a longing to increase your happiness. You were born to excel, to grow, to prosper, and to take advantage of the short time that we are here. It's just at some point down the road, society made you numb. Society made me numb to this feeling and instead substituted it with anxiety, fear, lack, and a sense that a failure of our pursuits would make you an outcast for people to point at. All of us at our core are still one of the same. Humans. No matter the financial gaps, the only difference between the successful and the unsuccessful is their awareness of potential, their belief in themselves, and their mission to fulfill that potential before their fire flickers out. 365 days later, 
365 days later, one full year, and only one full year is when I now understand that that fear must be a sign to move and to do the exact thing that you fear, the exact thing that brings you anxiety, that brings you stress, that brings you doubt. Those exact feelings are when you move. It is the only way to expand. It's the only way to build your confidence and to prove to yourself that you're capable of much more than you are doing. This life is to be exhilarating, right? Once that is taken for granted, numbed each day, and thereby taken away from you, the power of your light will stop. So please, use fear. Do not let it numb you. Do not let it make you scared. Do not let it make you retreat. But understand how powerful it is. And understand that your power comes from sitting next to that fear, shaking fear's hand, looking at it in the eyes, and overcoming it. Once you're aware, and once you can sit in the room with your fears, and once you can be in the present state, in the present moment of everything that may be going wrong, you have now declared power on your life. If you do that long enough, consistently enough, day after day after day, your process is now built, your confidence is now built, your structure is now built, and you'll be able to perform exactly how you wish to perform. You'll make your moves, you'll hit the thresholds that you want to hit, you'll overcome obstacles that you never thought were possible. And you'll be the human that you've always known you can be. And you'll be that human that I always know you can be. I think it's easy for me to say I have more faith in an individual than sometimes I have faith in myself. Use your fear, reflect on your fear, and know that when times are tough, Professor Doughboy, Mark Forster, is here to support you because I believe in you. And maybe for the first time, 365 days later, I'm actually starting to believe in myself. Rewind it, use this, save this, and any time you need extra attention, anytime you need help on an assignment, anytime you need to come back to class after hours, one call, one text, one DM, and I'm there. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to Overnight Success You with Mark Forster. 
aka Professor Doughboy. If you like our show, go ahead, leave us a review on iTunes, and be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Mark Forster for daily content and insight into the day-to-day journey. There, you can also find resources I've provided for access to the OSU community, along with the opportunity to schedule time on my calendar to talk further and go more in depth as to what challenges you're facing in business and life. Until next week, class dismissed.